1: Watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Are you ready? I'm saying,
2: are you ready?
3: or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast lester till i die
1: right chris all right oh i'm small let me just dave (laughs) let me in viagra There I am, there it goes, it works, I made myself large, (laughs) I enjoyed it, I might do it again later, uh, if time allows. Good evening, hello, good day, good morning, good afternoon, good night, goodbye, hello, welcome along, this is Leicester Delighted ITV, LTID TV 1, bringing you the debate show live uh, on a Monday night, fingers crossed that um, we have uh, got, well, fingers crossed we're working, because... uh, yesterday youtube was having a little bit of a meltdown um and you couldn't get mark goldridge on uh talks which may be a good thing i don't know um but welcome along we've got a lot to get through obviously we are going to be discussing um the match um and and how the season is going as we always do uh, on a monday um i'm just uh, going to go through the topics here talking harry winks uh going to be looking at some of the stats for the Leicester players, uh, one of the lone players, a uh, certain player that's retired, and a certain match that's coming up um, that's going to be on Sky um, following a Netflix documentary, which I'm sure you can work out. Um, and uh, yeah, hee-hee, uh, good evening. You are in. Uh, like I said earlier, we are going to be covering, uh, like I've just said there, a certain retirement later on in the show. Doug is in. Daddy Doug, how are you doing? I hope Nathan is all right uh, and Rebecca as well. Of course, we've got to give a bit of love to the mothers, haven't we? Um, yes, um, I think I think I think the Gary Ainsworth sacking was was a little bit expect. Well, I think totally expected. Um, surprised he didn't go before. Uh, Highfields is in. Hello, Highfields. Whereabouts are you in the world today? I know you get about today. Um, but uh, welcome along right uh, i'm going to start off uh, with a bit of a bit of a moan um you know it's not like me uh there's a gentleman that i used to have co-host with me and um there was a reason that he no longer does co-host on these shows i'm going back quite a bit um there's a gentleman called Mark Heath. now he just tagged me and still on twitter uh with obviously with everything that's going on in the world at the moment uh, you may remember Hamza Chowdhury um displayed a flag at the end of the FA cup final um and basically mark Heath was saying that this uh, that Hamza would never be welcome back at uh, the kP uh, whilst he was was there now look there are two sides to every story two sides to every conflict I particularly don't give Uh, A shit about what people's political beliefs are We do not discuss politics in here We do not discuss religion in here Unless it's a joke For obvious reasons As far as I'm concerned Hamza has my full support uh, Whilst he's a Leicester player Whilst he's giving 100% um, His political views are his views Not mine Not anybody else's I don't know his family history I don't know uh, what his beliefs are He is entitled to have those and um amsa as far as i'm concerned mate uh whichever side of the divide you fall on you you have my support as a leicester player okay um you can do that if you would do along the bottom there which do <laughs> my bottom now? There, there's an offer you're not going to get every week um because i'm not going to give it every week please like share Comment, subscribe, and click that notification bell. We really, really, really do appreciate it. And it does support the channel. I've got two people um, sat in the green room, um, probably slowly getting drunk. Uh, that I'm gonna bring in now. One of them's just doing the hair, one of them hasn't got much hair to do. So <laughs> she's having a L'Oreal moment. <laughs> Let's bring the first one in and say hello to Kate. Where you're going, your father will. Hello, oh yes. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Don't don't uh, don't do that too hard; it might come off. (laughs) Yes. Well, my Uh,
2: head or my wig.
1: Well, could go that. No, and we're not. We're not. We're not going there. We're not going there. We're having no travel log and no food log this week either. Which is going Crazy. to make it really, really difficult. I don't know what our next guest is going to have to talk about, but we'll bring him in as well and say hello to uh, hello today.
3: Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish I could.
1: <laughs> Actually,
3: give me a biscuit and I might, but. Um... So we can't talk about food yet. You put a sausage up to start with.
1: Well, what can I say? It's like the guy who, when I walked into a pub once, and there's a dog on sat on the floor licking his balls. I learned to his ear. I said, "I wish I could do that." He said, "Give him a pat. He might let you." <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh, we've started. We've ah. started. It was all going so well.
3: Um... I can't see you. <laughs>
1: have you made it have you gone large
3: i've gone big yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm,
1: mm. You know i'm, mean? Mean? I'm um, in like
3: flynn yeah uh, i've got a, a guest with me as well tonight not the one you're thinking of but do you see that Look. oh it's a ninky nonk of course it is <laughs> i've got we've got the uh, granddaughter here the next couple of days so it's carnage behind me uh. Yeah. Well,
1: if you can, if you can start playing with your, what was it, Ninky Nog? Me, Ninky Nog. Ninky Nog, sorry. No. If you Nunk. can start playing with Nunk. your Ninky Nog. As in plunk, Nunk. Were you impressed with uh, Dave's Ninky Nog there, uh, Kate?
3: Well, very it colourful. Wasn't what I expected to see,
2: let's put it that
3: way. It's very colourful, isn't it? Very <laughs> colourful. Shall we uh, move on? Yeah.
1: <laughs> very, very, very quickly. Um... And just to finish off what I was saying uh, earlier on, by the way, that gentleman is now blocked and uh, I doesn't uh, doesn't follow me on Twitter because I don't allow him to anymore. Right. Uh, don't forget, if you've got any questions that are off topic, save them to the end. Uh, I, I was previous week starring them, but please save them till the end and then get them in and uh, I'll put those questions to our esteemed panel. Uh, Because I'm getting two more people in at the end, Um, but let's start off with the two that will. They love me. They absolutely love me. Um, Kate, I mean, it's just it's looking so good, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean, you can't really say much better than that, can you? What thirty nine out of forty two? Yes. It's still absolutely insane the start that we've had, but it's also just as insane the Ipswich are still there as well. Like they're just they're absolutely flying as well. Like two real. Teams in their pomp, really. Um, yeah, great result again at the weekend. And long may this continue where we've got that gap and what, you know, 14 points clear of third. is just unbelievable before we've even got to November.
1: Well, can I just say, Dave, last season, uh, two teams went down with 44. So 45 points and we're safe.
3: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, which is always the way to go, isn't it? It Ooh, is,
1: Claudio would say, let's just take one step at a time. Yeah,
3: we can dream. We can yeah, dream. Yeah. I mean, in, like, my, in my crazy back mind, we're up. Um, but I dare not say anything, because, you know, what can go wrong? What can possibly go wrong?
1: <laughs> nothing. Nothing can, can go yeah. wrong. But Dave, I mean, fair play, as Kate said to Ipswich, that the best start, and we think of a out sort of our records and what have you, the best start that any promoted team has ever had into the second tier.
3: Yeah. Uh, Well, Ipswich, I think they're playing some pretty good football as well, aren't they? Mm. And I think that ironically, that could be their downfall. Um, We're grinding out results when maybe we didn't like Saturday. I don't, Kate was there, so you'll tell us more, but to me, it sounded and it seemed what I saw that, you know, we, we were under a lot of pressure. Um, Certainly again, with, with a team like QPR, their home support and, it's like it used to be at Filbert Street, um, mm. so you know to to get a result there is pretty incredible. And I expect teams like Ipswich to fold under that sort of pressure.
1: I, I mean, I keep saying, Kate. You know, and you may have said it. A lot of people have been saying it. You know, let's see what Ipswich are doing. You know, around Christmas. You know, when all the games are coming thick and fast. But they've been they've been coming thick and fast so far at the start of the season, and they're still there. Funnily enough with the manager who was one of my top two choices to come uh, at the start of the season to Leicester.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think, and they've got a nice nine point cushion themselves as well. There's there's a good gap there, cool. so they can afford a couple of um, hiccups. Are you moving,
1: Dave? Because I'm still moving.
3: Kate has frozen.
2: Oh. Not with
3: me. She's not. Oh, no, oh must, must be my personality.
1: it's your it's your porky whites you're fine you froze on me do you want to, uh, to do that bit again so i do oh, apologize chris um, let it go um,
2: yeah so Ipswich you've got, already got a nine point cushion above leeds there um so i think it's which played leeds didn't they in in august time um, i think it was three two or something like that so it'd be interesting to see how important that result might be in later mm-hmm. on down the season but they've built up a nice cushion and like you say it doesn't seem to be the wheels are going to come off at any point soon um so we'll just have to see what happens they've done phenomenally well and I don't think they're to be underestimated because after 13 games to have only dropped eight points that's not luck that isn't luck anymore um that's more than a good few results that's more than a run you would say that's actually that's actually form um mm-hmm. and tactics and you know, there's a longevity to it now, which is where we're at as well. So, but Leeds and Southampton will be chomping at the bit, that's for sure. They'll they'll want to go hard. They'll go hard against us on Friday, I'm sure. We'll come on to that. Um, but yeah, fair play to Ipswich, but long may the cushion continue. Really. That's all we're bothered about at the minute yeah. is that 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 third position and how far away we are.
1: Well, I think this. And um, please, nobody ever tell me that I sort of waste my afternoons at all. But uh, I think this is how we're all feeling at the moment, isn't it?
3: Oh, Uh, are we all feeling that way, Dave? You're wasting your afternoons, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think I know it's early, but you know, why not? Yes, sake, we deserve it after the last two or three years. Um, I thought
1: when I was doing that uh, this afternoon, um, funnily enough, just before I did your cat introduction, um, when I did that this afternoon. I thought, um, am, am I being sort of, sort of, you know, like condescending or big headed And I thought, Sad it, no, like
3: you say, you know, let's enjoy. What yeah. we we, we, well, we can, I think this could be the first time when we don't have that false dawn. You know the times when we've all been brilliant and we've thought this is it, this is it going to happen, and then it all goes tits up. I don't think that's going to happen this time. No, no. I, I feel, you know I think he's got enough players who are playing games and their their humility uh, after the games and everything. It just in fact it's scary. It's yes. almost so good. It's scary, um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I reckon, we, I reckon we're going to, you know, I we're going to walk it.
1: And if it does go tits up, according to Brad, it's I'm the one that's going to have the problem with that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you can have Brad on the show then. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: I, I don't know. Was, uh, did you both have Leeds and Southampton in your top six? Sadly, no I know, we, I think we all had Leeds. Did, did I of you
3: to have Southampton?
2: I had Leeds okay. second.
3: I think I had Southampton in the playoffs.
1: Because they've, they've come back, Southampton,
3: haven't they, Dave? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and they will. And um, I must have had Leeds in the playoffs. Must have I think
1: you did. Um, yeah. Southampton, I mean, Leeds had a terrible start. Okay. I don't even know
3: where to go. Well, you had Coventry in the playoffs as well. So. <laughs> leave it there, Dave. Why are you ahead? Okay,
1: leave it. Um, we will go into your Coventry and Blackburn choices.
3: Blackburn, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, that's took
2: almost... I took a picture. So top oh. Two.
3: oh, dear. We all had okay. Leicester. We
2: can't get away with it then, can we? <laughs> we all had Leicester to win. Chris had Sunderland. I had Leeds. And Dave had Ipswich in second. Okay, and then in the playoffs, Chris had Leeds, Ipswich, Swansea, and Borough, so no Southampton. I had Southampton, Ipswich, Sunderland, and Norwich, and Dave had Southampton, Leeds, Blackburn, and Cough.
1: So, you in fact, and in, in fact, Dave should have been the other way around, according to what, what, what he said in the show, but yeah, with Leicester and Ipswich. So, you two both had Southampton. Um, I mean, they started reasonably well, then they, they really had a bad run, Kate, but they, again, they've come back fair play to them.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think they, they just had a rocky start and that's kind of what I expected us to have, to be honest, as you were just to the league, players leaving, players coming in. I did expect us to have a stuttered start, like Leeds did as well, but it obviously didn't happen for us and we hit the ground running. But I think Southampton will be they will be there or thereabouts. It's... The game's just, I mean, nine points is probably quite a lot in the Premier League. But, you mm.
3: know,
2: with three games in a week, in a lot of weeks in the championship, you can lose those nine points easily. And that's yeah. why we've got to get complacent, really.
1: Yeah. Um, I think somehow, Dave, that Cave that will be reminding of those choices come the uh, end of the season.
3: <laughs> mm, <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe. yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you know like when you sack employees just before Christmas, so you don't have to give oh, yes. them the Christmas bonus. <laughs> end of March, Kate, you'll be waiting for it end of March. I get it in the neck, don't I? Dave stick
3: up for me. Come on. I will always, you know that. Thank
2: you,
1: David.
3: You're welcome.
1: Dave, look. Um Kate mentioned it at the weekend after the uh, after the match and um you know, the players and this has come from the manager, apparently. The manager said to the players, look, go right up to the edge because Kate said they normally stay around the halfway line you know, and away games applauding, but they went right up to them and the manager gets everything, doesn't he?
3: Yeah. I think also, I don't know whether it was, I didn't see it on Saturday, but I'm assuming their enthusiasm was a bit more at the end as well, even though we won, but we've had wins where they're sort of Standing around the penalty box, just you know, pretending to clap and all that sort of thing, and not really showing any enthusiasm for the crowd, and it makes a difference. It really does. Um, and I think that was the problem. It's, it's difficult when you get beat and when you get humiliated because you don't really want to. You just want to disappear. Mm. But but I think they they seem to appreciate the fans more now, and they're saying the right things about the fans. I think Mother Didi came out and said something on after the game uh, about how great the supporters were and, and how it made a difference and all that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, um, and he's aware of how big the crowd. I mean, you think Man City last year, um, Pep was moaning the crowd, or was it the year before? I can't remember. He was moaning the crowd weren't up for it. So <clears throat> they're very aware of how important it is that the crowd do go for it. Yeah, uh, and this this was our problem last year because fifty sixty minutes we just lost interest. You know, it was so frustrating that it was kind of. I mean, the only guys that used to sing were pissed. So you know, it's that's really what it was. There was no real. Speaking
1: from experience, there, Dave.
3: Well, I was driving, so not me. <laughs> but there was no real enthusiasm to actually get up and mm. and cheer. Um, and that's that's poor.
1: Well, let's ask Kate, because Kate was in the crowd and Ooh. Kate was watching the players. Uh, enthusiasm from the crowd and from the players?
2: Yeah, first half, it was pretty calm because we, I think we said, didn't we, we didn't really get out of first gear. It felt a bit ploddy, a bit lacking intensity in that first half. And we needed to come out and, you know, go for an attack, like, you know, do some attacking play during the second half. And I think... The sending off definitely because the sending off was right in front of our stand. Um, so obviously there was a bit of handbags and what have you. And that that set the crowd off a bit really, and we didn't look back after that point. And then a chap near me ended up getting into it with a steward. So that was quite that got quite heated and the steward had to walk, be told to walk off because they were gonna go for each other. So that was at that all then because it's such a cauldron at QPR. You're literally a metre from the pitch. There's no, You can't really walk round that easily behind the goals. It's so close. Um, and the goalkeeper will be able to hear everything. So second half, um, obviously given the old the Arsenal keeper, wasn't it, in goal, the, the yeah. grief, um, he could hear everything we were saying to him. Um, and then Harry Winks just scoring that absolute beauty. Everybody just went bananas. And I think because we were so close to it, we were, you know, we had the whole of those two tiers behind the goal and the atmosphere was just electric because it's an old ground and it really holds yeah. the sound well and the acoustics are awesome. Um, and then at the end, I think because everybody got given a free Vichai scarf for the five-year anniversary, like they were all being held high. And um, So when the players came over you know, quite a few people loved the scarves to the players and then they were holding the scarves up. And it was just enjoying that moment because it was, I think Enzo said, didn't he, it was a really emotional week. For yes. the club, And yeah. this is the time, pick your moments. this is the time to go and embrace the fans and be in it with them, be in it together. And i just, God, what a hero, man. Enzo just, he's just mm-hmm. got it right. Man. He bought into it's, the emotion. He, does. he, he gets it. Everything he everything right, it. doesn't he? Um, you know, because we've said he was there the night of the crash, but hmm. to actually understand and implement and think about how the fans might feel versus what the club might feel and the importance of, you know, what that means to the fans with Eyes anniversary, it's amazing. It's, you know, what a rounded individual, like like Dave said earlier, humility runs through the team in buckets at the minute.
1: Yeah. And Dave, look, I, I know Dan, who is a... Um, a a, bit, a big friend of mine burnley fan i lived in burnley for years uh he said enjoy the prem- uh, enjoy the championship it's proper football and uh, you know oh. proper refereeing and when you look at their match 5 minute delay while they decide you know have they put the lines in the right place which they hadn't to start with in that game uh it completely effed up the momentum that burnley had at the time uh, while they and the you know crowd stood <clears> in the rain waiting while they decided literally five and a half minutes to make a decision uh i was watching the referee with the you know the booking the sending off he, he seemed to be sort of having a quick you know five card shuffle because he'd got his yellow card in his red card out and in in out and he was shaking it all about yeah <laughs> exactly and then um then he went over quite rightly spoke to the linesman um that i mean that was the longest problem and it was obviously the worst incident got it right, I think, in the end, to be honest with you, but um, mm, yeah. it, it's as much, an, and, I, and I saw a lot of people saying, oh, he was a rubbish ref, blah, 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 but would you sooner have a rubbish ref in the championship with no V? or, or sorry, a rubbish ref with no VAR, or a rubbish ref with with VAR, because VAR doesn't help out at all, does
3: it? Well, I think VAR is a mess. I think we, we, we had a show on it, didn't we, last year?
1: Yes, we do. Um,
3: and yes. my opinion never changed. It's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for those guys to call themselves officials because they haven't got a clue what they're doing. Mm. Um, and I don't get it. I don't understand why. They've, they've had all the rules. They've had all the things they've got to check for. They've got everything there for them. Mm. They just don't seem to be able to get it right. How can you get a line in the wrong place? I yes. mean, yes. but then it, you start me going because... If you go back, I think we against Wolves, was it? Um, may have been him, Connor Cody scored a goal off his arm off to against us. Um, and then they said, Well, it's above his shirt line. Now, where did that come from? That yes. Yeah. You know, it's hand ball. Anything below the shoulder has always been on ball for hundreds of years. And then suddenly, what if he's wearing a long sleeve shirt? Because that's how stupid it was. Oh no, um, extremely, you know, extremely and- and- and this just goes on and on. And every week I see something and it's changed. Yeah. You know, they seem to change the rules or, or the, the way they interpret the rules. Um, and that's why frustration sets in with these players.
1: We're going to um, have to get used to it, though, aren't we, Kate? You know, because if we go back up, it is going to be there. But I mean, I was the one that was all for it. Now I'm, 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 I'm against it. I would be quite happy. Don't know whether you would be or not, I would be quite happy to say, right, get rid of VAR, go back to refereeing. At least if they get it wrong, we know it's human error.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because when pre-VAR, it was more swings and roundabouts. I would say that the bigger clubs still got advantages and, you know, the old Trafford situation mm. with referees and penalties. But with VAR, it's more of a conscious decision like a conscious bad decision, whereas in the heat at the moment with referees, the game is so fast. You know, yeah. when you stand when you stand on the touchline watching the linesman in a Premier League game, they need to be fit as a butcher's dog to keep up with play. So sometimes yeah. you're not going to get it right and sometimes you're going to be behind the play. But with VAR, it's a conscious decision that's so purposeful mm. and it's just not being implemented correctly. And the worst the worst decisions for me aren't so much the offsides as much. It's the penalties and... the the red cards, you're seeing more red cards probably than ever, which isn't what it was brought in for, and penalties are just a joke, like people are being hit on the hand, less than a metre away from the ball, how can that possibly be deliberate, he had no idea it was being hit at him, he's a metre away and common sense has just left the building with it that's the issue, (laughs) it's always played in slow motion, they freeze the frame or they play the half speed Mm. frame that's not what a referee should be looking at
1: yeah. Just do it again
2: in time. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I two, it. two minutes to decide that they've actually got the lines in the wrong place on on Saturday. And on Sunday, I don't know what happened on Sunday. Um Rob, good evening. How are you doing? Uh brand new channel, West Ham Massive. There, Go over there and show him your support. Uh, we'll be playing him again next season, although will it be with Moyes in or Moyes out? Uh Rob. I mean, how the hell can you go? Uh host I was at home as well. How can you host Everton and lose? I mean, uh, Leicester could do it, but we, we we were back. We were awful. You, but you obviously is bad. John is John in as well. Uh good evening, you. John. How are you? Okay, uh Dave, I'm gonna to come to, I'm gonna give you both this question, but I'm gonna to come to you first. Um I'm just seeing what John said here. Um, why can't they do V A R they do in the Champions League? I just think we need I just think you need well look it's a different show. Um I think we could go on all, all evening about that. Dave, I'm gonna to come to you first, uh, and then I'm gonna to go to Kate with the same question. But look, Harry Winks, um champion, not just Leicester, but championship signing of the summer.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can't moving
1: think.
3: on. I can't, be, I can't think of anybody else. <laughs> but yeah, now, no,
1: he, he has yeah. been he yeah. has been massive, hasn't he?
3: Seems like a good bloke as well.
1: He does. He does. Whoa. You know, really, that's the shortest question Dave's ever answered. Dave's ever.
3: I'm waiting for the. I'm waiting for the cooking segment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Ready, steady, cook. Yeah, if you go onto the if you go onto the uh, website, ladies and gentlemen, you'll see the ingredients you need for tonight. <laughs> 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 three, <laughs> three sausages and one cat. Um, (laughs) Kate um, Yeah I mean We all love the guy Don't we Uh, To me I don't think There's been a better Signing by any team
2: No I don't think so Um, And you could even say Maybe in the You could even include Possibly the Premier League In that For the money that we've Paid for him Mm. And the calibre That he's got Um, Yeah he's just Involved in everything He really pulls He pulls the strings Like I think we wanted Yuri to pull the strings And he never quite got there no. but Harry's just he's much more versatile and much more dynamic and nimble than Yuri and um, his fitness is awesome he makes himself available um, yeah I mean he's just just a natural born player for us really he, he was saying I think in one of his interviews last week that I saw he said he's not enjoyed his football this much in years and years because he just loves Enzo's style of play um, he loves the team he loves being at Leicester um, he's learning so much every day, which I think all of them have said. Through Enzo, and he's obviously a very technical tactician. Mm.
1: Um,
2: yeah, he's just incredible to watch. And I'm so pleased to see him get his first goal because it's it's overdue but thoroughly, yes. thoroughly deserved. He's worked mm. hard for him, and what an absolute belter to open your account! Really,
1: he he says here, Winks' uh, goal of the uh, goal of the month might even be goal of the season. To be honest with you, it's certainly in Sky's top five of the weekend. Goal of the, the month. I mean, I've, I've got to say, may, maybe second because you got you got when you got Vestergaard's go goal, Kate, haven't you? And you have got to take that one into account. But look yes, at the cele- yeah, <laughs> yes. But look at the celebration when he scored. I don't. I thought. I don't. I don't think, think Anderson quite got up that end of the pitch, but everybody else did.
2: What for Harry? Do you mean
1: for Harry? Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I think KDH had to drag him out of the crowd. A because he may have got lost in there. But also to stop him getting booked, like KDH literally had to tear him out of the crowd. Mm, He's obviously yeah. like, "I need to keep a head on. You can't get booked. We need you for Friday." Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, God, that—that that, I think that's what then carried into the afters when all the players came over after the game because that goal was just flipping brilliant and it was right in front of us, um, and it was just electric. For those moments, it was electric. What are you go to the football
1: for? It is, and Dave, you know. <laughs> Yuri esque, really, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, well, of what, two or three years ago? Mm. Certainly not last year. No, no, but the FA Cup goal. Yeah, yeah. And he scored a few like that for us, didn't he? Yeah. Yuri. So, yeah. Um,
1: we, were, we were talking before the, the, the game, um, uh, Dave, that um, I so nearly called you Harry then. <laughs> before the game, Dave. Man uh, of the merch it would have been a it's been a long time it's been a long time don't start me again um about would enzo pick kdh or winks they're both one off you know one yellow off being suspended and will he you know do we need them for the leeds game will he risk it he's come out obviously and said sod it you know my my priority is the next game i don't care who we're playing after that and i'm going to pick the best team for this game and they both started him i think he probably had a word with them and, and like you know kate said you know Maybe that's why KDH went over and was pulling. Uh, but um, but yeah, I mean, fair play to, to Enzo for doing that.
3: Yeah, that would have been tragic, wouldn't it? Yeah, fifth mm. booking for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it is. Everyone says it, but we actually do it one game at a time. Yes. And he's playing so many different players that he's getting ready for when this happens. Back of his mind would be, we're going to get six bookings. Or five bookings or whatever I mean what, what happens next time is it ten bookings isn't it by a certain date and then you get a two match ban and then uh, fifteen bookings from a certain date and three matches so it it's still building it up
2: somewhere along the line. yeah
3: it used to but I don't think it does anymore oh, okay. I'm not sure but I'm sure that
2: that's hard on That's hard on defenders isn't it i mean you don't yeah. you know getting 15 bookings in a season but that's only getting
3: one book in every three yeah. matches as a center back. yeah that's, yeah, that's right is. but i think it is um a, a, you know points totaling up system which it never used to be right it used to say if you didn't get booked five times by a certain date, we'll wipe that off and start again um but anyway it's going to happen we're going to get this day even if you look back at matches and Kate's- Too young
1: to remember these, but uh, us old gits, you know, back to the seventies, you 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 know, you could kick seven bells out of somebody and not get a booking. Five five bookings a season was probably quite bad.
2: That was the nineties as well. It's gradually been ironed out, which I'm not sure
1: I'm all for. But I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking Chelsea leeds and games like that which were before your time. And that is a compliment. Take it. You say I've been horrible to you. I'm giving you a compliment there. Very scary.
3: can't win, can you, Dave? I think they did somebody re-referee it and said it'd be about five sendings off and 20 yeah. bookings, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. Um, but I'm not surprised. But I, I just yeah. think some of the bookings are pathetic and you can get booked for doing something in one game and then get away with it the next. And that's the yeah. other thing. There is no yeah. consistency. We always moan about that, but there isn't. And referees depend what mood they're in as to whether they book them, and and this is why not hounding the referee is so important now because he's, he's a human being. He will book you if you piss him off. Yeah, that's been yep. going on it all time, so it's not going to change. No. Um, I mean, they make it up, ain't they? don't they? If, if they want to book you, more, no more than three people approach the referee, or two people approach the referee. Well,
1: that is the law, I think. Now, isn't is it? it? Well, well I'm not, I've
3: only it. I've only seen it once.
1: Yeah, I've
3: only seen a guy get booked once for the, for being the third man. Um, so, where's that gone? Um, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. So it's random, uh, and you're pretty unlucky. Um, and I'm, I don't think Winks. I think the one or two of his bookings, he probably didn't. Shouldn't have got really. So um, yeah, we we'll just enjoy him on Fridays, Kate said, and then just you know, yeah, worry about it later because he'll get booked on Friday.
1: Well, <laughs> he, you know, we we say that, but Kate is an old. Um, he's got a, you know, he's, he's not like he's an eighteen year old. He's been around the block, isn't he? And he's uh, he knows what he's doing, and you know, he probably won't be as silly as maybe you know other other players will be. Uh-oh. Yeah, I
2: mean. <laughs> It just depends, doesn't it? Because a, a booking can be as silly as pulling, like pulling a shirt, maybe, or exactly. over celebrating, or whatever. Some of these silly bookings that come about, um, but some of them can just be hacking a guy down on the break in what you'd probably call a good foul, and you think, Do you know what? Yeah, you take that because they're on the break and they're, you know, the tournament's part. Mm-hmm. So Enzo won't be saying to him or KDH like, "Take it easy" or "Watch yourself." Just he's very much just play as you play, and we'll see what happens.
3: Yeah, yeah. And, and and they'll be targeting them, both of them. They'll be trying to get them booked early on so it's on their mind. Um, and they know they'll miss a game, which could be three points. You know, that could benefit Leeds. There's lots of little things like that that'll be going on. Um, and I'm sure we'll do the same thing. Uh, I, I, and the thing is, who's the guy that... Is it Somerville? Jimmy, Jimmy Somerville scored two for, them on, for Leeds on Saturday. Jimmy, Jimmy Somerville was a singer. I oh, know, don't, don't, don't leave me this way. Leave me this uh, way. I'm thinking, is that him? It was, it,
2: definitely, is
3: it was definitely Somerville, though, wasn't it? I'm sure. Yeah, you're getting your two jobs crossed overhead. Yeah,
2: Somerville. Oh, is it nickname?
3: Yeah. Crescencio. Yeah, well, I couldn't pronounce that. so, <laughs> uh, so known
2: as Jimmy.
3: Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy um, Jimmy well, I thought, gonna, you know, he, he's done well for himself since he gave up the singing, hasn't he? He's, he's yeah, going to no, he's he's be crazy. tough. Going to be tough marking him, and whoever is, he's going to get booked. If it's Ricardo, if it's Hamza on the other side, you know, it's going to happen. Um, yeah. yeah, there's
1: no
2: point uh, worrying about
3: it. I think no, well, that's right. The
2: controllable. Right. You can't worry about stuff like I didn't yeah. think Enzo would change it on Saturday because that's his game plan.
3: Yeah, you've got to get each point when you get it and worry about the next one, then we've got players to come. I mean, like same with James, is it? Whatever his, his Christian name is. I mean, he's a little shit. So if you're marking him, you're going to get booked, aren't you? Yeah. I would imagine that's the first tackle you put in. Um, well, like We said
2: they're 14 points behind. If they win on Friday, they're just 11 points. Addressed.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, if they lose on Friday, wow. psychologically, not just the fact that they're, they're going to be another three points behind us psych you know it's the effect psychologically it has on them and as well we're playing first you know as we are on Friday you know Ipswich will be there thinking well if, if Leeds can beat Leicester then we can win at the weekend that's another you know and then we've got they still got the game in hand that would then put them above us
3: and to be fair Plymouth gave them a good run on Saturday Ipswich didn't mm. they thought I, did. I Plymouth you win. Know, yeah I mean it was you know they did all right, and Plymouth don't play well away from home. So you know there's the signs of the crack appearing. But Brad um,
1: was very, uh, very relieved because they did say that if um, if Plymouth beat it, so we you would have to eat a Gingster's pasty live on air. I
3: don't think there's anything wrong with them. When he I hates like them, <laughs> he does yeah, that. but what? I don't he's, know. Why. He's like
1: half corn cornish. Well, anyway, before you start getting onto food, let's <laughs> so Have to, we done a quick test and we come back? To the Premier League? That's so last season. It's all about the championship here on LTID TV.
3: Now, now that's what I call football.
1: You hit the right
3: spot. <laughs> anyway, Brad likes no, coconut.
1: Let's not go there. Uh, who was listening? when we were talking before we came live. Who can remember? I'm gonna test you both now, how many different goal scores we've had this season. Yeah.
3: Teachers. Pet. I don't <laughs>
2: think
1: I'm, I'm I'm doubting myself. <laughs> Did you oh, white shirts, Dave? Just think white shirts. shirts, yeah. Twelve. <laughs> You're going for twelve. You uh, were you were you listening? I, I don't know. I thought it was 13. I've got to say, Dave, you were wrong. Well done, Kate. It was thirteen. Uh, <laughs> hey, there. We I go. yeah, I I let
3: her win. Yeah, she's <laughs> like the cat <laughs> that got First
1: the Dave, cream. The <laughs> Talk, talking about the cat that got the cream, Dave. I can't um, even see. Just
3: that. what do you think you're doing, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I wish I could.
1: <laughs> um, Can I just say that I haven't? I haven't just. Come up with the thought that you know, that's the thing that took, took, I, I imagine Dave sat on the floor licking his bribe. I'm
3: concerned that's what you think during the daytime, and you know, <laughs> what do you think at night? Uh, right? Just say what, you, what, what your um, YouTube account was called. That's well, just El Pusso, that's all. Well, it's, there you it's, go then. it's the goalkeeper, the cat. It, it, it's Spanish for cat, yes. If you <laughs> In English,
1: anyway. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not... Uh, no, let's move on. No thirteen 13 uh, different goal scorers. You know, we, we always used to we said at the start of the season, well, you know, all right, we signed this Tom Cannon, but he's injured. Dakar's not performing. What happens if Vardy or, you know, or Inacho get injured? Or when Inacho goes off to the African Cup of Nations, Kate? We don't need strikers, do we?
2: No, not at all. I don't think that's the way Enzo particularly plays either. We Mm. can see there from the top goal scorer in KDH, like he wanted KDH to move forward to get himself into opportunities. And he has done, he's he's taken that on board massively. Um, Someone's just said in the chat down there that he's come on since Mathers has has departed. And that might be the case, like, Mm. you know, Harry's, Harry's kind of sits behind him a bit. And he's free to kind of roam and get into the box a bit more, which he's obviously doing. But, yeah, 13 goal scorers is immense, isn't
3: it? Yes. Uh, I mean... Again, the Man City way, isn't it? Playing without a striker.
1: It is. But, I mean, if somebody asked me, I think I don't know if it was the Stoke guy, or whatever, saying, like, who's okay. going to be your biggest set, you know, in, in front of the goal? And I'm like... <laughs> I can name you 11. I mean, that includes the goalkeeper. You know, I mean, it is, it, you, know, you look at that and just, and that's the thing, you know, for as an opposition um, defender, uh, Dave, who am I going to mark? Because if I mark him, he'll score. And if I mark him, he'll score over there, it's a great position to be in that we're not relying on one person.
3: Yeah. And I think also it um, it makes the opposition nervous about going forward too much. Mm. and, you know, that they try and close us down and we deal with it. We're going to screw up occasionally, and we have done. Um, But not so much recently, have we? You seem to have got that touch wood sorted out a little bit away from Southampton and Blackburn and wherever it did go wrong. Um, So hopefully they're getting used to that now and becoming more confident. But no, what it does, it it uses up um, the opposition's midfield and defence. They've got to pick everybody up. They can't afford anybody to be free. And, and that's such a wonderful thing to have. I mean, yeah. you know, you think back, even when we were playing all right, it was or Vardy up front that you had to worry about and maybe Kel when he came on. But mm. it was never, well, there's three or four guys here we could have problems with because Madison was always playing too far left. So when he came in, okay, yeah, he, he did. But he did a lot of wasted things as well as good things. So there's yeah. no, never a real focus on it. Now, everyone knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they've only been together for, what, did you say 14 games or something? Um, yeah,
1: 14. Well, 14 plus a couple in the Caribou Cup. And
3: those goals, by the way, they're not just league goals. They're right. they include the Caribou Cup as well. Can you uh, imagine, after 30 games, what are we are going to be like?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, you almost like there's a penalty. Do you remember that? Well, in the, the last time we won the championship, I think we got a penalty in the last game against Doncaster, and everybody was shouting for Schmeichel to go for yeah. it so that he could get a claim a goal on his record. So was Schmeichel,
3: you know. <laughs> um, he did score a goal, actually, didn't he? Do you remember that, the Peter Schmeichel? Casper. It was I a header it was actually given to him, was it? No, it wasn't. But it was clearly over the line. It was his goal, I uh, yeah. yeah,
1: but it unfortunately didn't go down. But just to show who the um, sort of important players are, if you like, because they're tied out this this is the assists this season, uh, and, and when it comes to assists, you've got for Hall, <laughs> I mean, top of the pile again, uh, and then, you know, Mavadidi you would expect uh, indidi uh, and then the rest of them is like one assist each, but Doors be Kate, okay. I mean, are we going to struggle to keep, hold of, to keep hold of him come January?
2: No, no chance. No chance, I don't think, unless, unless the Liverpool rumours were true. It's only that type of club that I think could entice him. But he's a Leicester boy. He's enjoying his football again. He's really learning some stuff with Enzo, better in his game every match, I feel like. Um, yeah, that couldn't happen, could it? That may happen
3: in the summer. Is that what he said The summer or winter or Christmas? He
2: said January. Initially. I said
3: January. It may but, happen in the summer um, hmm. because he's he's paid us back in his mind. You know, we've he's got us promoted and that's that's his aim this year. It won't happen at Christmas.
2: Just hope they all watch the Danny Drinkwater podcast.
1: Wow. Ah. No, it yes. <laughs> do, do you think, Dave, you're saying about the summer and... Mm. It could really depend on where we are. I mean, if we are are promoted, whether that's champions or second, I thought, I thought, I thought Kate was going to give you a gift, man. <laughs> She moved so far forward, over to you. Dave's next to me, here. Yes, yeah. If I only didn't.
3: David moved across at the same time, that would have been clipworthy. worthy didn't, uh, didn't flinch, Chris, did I?
1: <laughs> well, he's that used to having beautiful women. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. You know what these chefs are like. And because uh, I'm no, nice to her. <laughs> but come the summer, I mean, if we get promoted... It looks like we will be doing, but you know, if we get promoted um, and we're in the Premier League, Dewsbury Hall may look at it and say, Well, am I going to gain anything by going to Liverpool? As yes, or I I might win trophies, get to the Champions League, etc. But am I going to be playing regularly? Where if I stay at Leicester, now we're in the Premier League, I'm getting, you know, I'm going to be seen by Gareth Southgate, or I might be wearing the wrong colour shirt again, but you know, but if we don't go up, then we could lose him in the summer, Dave. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with muck delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18+, plus. serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free from Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
3: Well, I think we would if we don't go up. But I think Mm. if we do go up, there's a chance. Realistically, you know, he's not a young lad anymore, is he? Um, Mm. And he's, you know, if if you look at it coldly, away Mm. from being a fan, you think we're not going to win the title again. It's unlikely we're going to get into the Champions League again. Mm. You know, Heskey moved on. Didn't think he would. Um, you know, to be fair, I mean, I, the older I've got, the more kind of uh, forgiving I've become. Be. Sorry, forgiving. That was what you're going to say. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I understand it more now. Mm. Um, you know, Before, I'd have thought, how dare you? You know, when Shilton moved, how dare you? You mm. know, you're a Leicester. Um, but now, yeah, of course. Um, I mean, Vardy is, is just a different person all together yeah. I mean that's been incredible yeah um but it doesn't happen very often Linica, no, Linica, no. you know home club as soon as Everton came sniffing around
1: mind you I think with with Lineker I think we uh we encouraged him to go didn't we because we needed the money we used to have to sell one ah. good player a season to to, to, to survive in yeah, them
3: in them days Mark Bright. that
1: was a classic yeah. <laughs> well yes um, right, quiz number two for you both. Five players have um I'll we'll turn Google off here, Kate. Five players have played 14 games in the league this season, so they've played in every league game. How many of the five can you name? How many do you think you can name, Kate? Oh, goodness. Can we, just give me a number for now.
2: Oh, four.
1: Four. Oh, she's going for four. Uh, Dave, are you going to make make a name those four or or are you going to say you can do five?
3: Oh, I was going to say one. (laughs) Okay. I was just going to ask if I got a bonus, if I got it right. (laughs) You'll get the other one, will
1: you? You won't. Anyway, this is a tag team (laughs) question. (laughs) Okay, you said four. Name four.
2: Harry Wink. Okay, Matt.
1: Who sorry,
2: Hermanson? Matt, the goalkeeper,
1: Hermanson. Right, okay, Dewsbury Hall. Mm-hmm. And oh, goodness. Sorry, I'm going I to actually re- rephrase this, I believe, as I think
2: outfield.
1: I'm gonna say out well I'm trying to I'm trying to remember what, what I did here because I think this may be um name 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 if yeah five outfield players that have played 14 games this season
2: league games this season
1: oh, uh, uh, I left that off because I'm not 100 percent sure so I'll give you either or oh okay so KBH Harry
2: Wing 14 games this season
3: to be fair, 14. she said she'd Elastory. said four. Mm.
1: Go on, then what's your one, then Dave? Well, Harry Winks. <laughs> okay, well, would take the 14R, uh, and I apologize because I said I, I couldn't remember whether this Move was the
2: goalpost re- here. We
1: moved the goalpost. Nah, VAR, VAR,
2: rubbish. Yeah.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a good job. There's nothing at stake then, isn't it? With fourteen, uh Kieran dewsbury Hall, uh Harry Winks, Jamie Vardy, Kalecchi and Steffi Mavadidi. They've played fourteen games and it, I'm I'm thinking therefore it's gonna be including the caribou cup. On 13, it's Ricardo Piera, Madsen Manson, Yannick Vestergaard.
3: Yeah, that includes the Cubs then, doesn't it? Yeah. Madsen playing the um, Mickey Mouse Cup.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, so, um, the is somebody keep making noises
3: at me? Well, I think you're doing a button at me,
1: aren't you? <laughs> That's what it sounds like, doesn't it? I mean, I, if you'd have said to me, Kate, At this stage of the game, that Jamie Vardy would have been even featured in 14 and be equal top, I wouldn't have believed you.
2: Me neither. Me neither.
3: And why wouldn't you believe them? Because. (laughs) Oh, there (laughs) you go. Go on then, Kate. You said you don't believe. Why not?
1: Go on. I I mean,
3: the only reason they didn't (laughs) play last year is because the manager was an idiot.
2: Last year. And I think a lot of people can prejudge and when you come into a team brand new and you think like, this guy's gonna be 37 this season, he's just not gonna cut it or not gonna keep pace on whatever injury comes in or whatever. You'd think, do you know what, he'll, he'll get fifteen minutes once every three matches and hopefully that will tick him over enough and he's still got a contract, etc. But yeah. shown that clearly his fitness and his training isn't an issue.
3: No, and you say you speak to him for an hour when you first start because Vardy would be the first person you go and see as a new yeah. manager. And you say, right, you know, what happened between you and me? What's your opinion? Um, how's your fitness? Uh, he, you got a few injuries last year. How are they? Didn't play much, you know. Well, he'd tell them. He said, you where know,
2: where can we get value from you? Where
3: and my we... aim is to get Leicester promoted. That is, you know, all I want to do. And more and
2: more, we're kind of seeing that ilk of player. Yeah. Because I think Rio Ferdinand famously said that Ronaldo was the first person he ever knew to have his own chef. And now every player has their own chef. You're kind of seeing that ilk of player come through the ranks now where they've looked after themselves so well for the whole of their career. Obviously, yeah. Jamie's a bit different. But he's, he's had Rolls-Royce treatment for the past 11 years. That It oh. does give you a longer career.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at me and Chris.
1: Exactly, still going strong.
3: Still the I won't, go, I won't go that far,
1: but Dave, it's a, it's an excellent point. I think for me, because I, I presume that it would be, you know, he'd be playing ninety minutes in the, you know, midweek or ninety minutes at the weekend. But Enzo's coming very cleverly, and he every plays sixty minutes a midweek, gets uh, the thirty minutes at the weekend, and vice versa, and that's how he seems to be swapping players around and it's, it's working very well.
3: Yeah. And you know, the the whole point is we won't have 15 players. We'll have 20 players or more who are, who are good enough to play straight in. And that's what you want. And that's, you know, it's everyone. Well, the manager keeps saying it's a long season. We're going to lose more games. Um, It's going to happen, but we've got to be ready for it. And when winter comes, it's going to be tough. And some of these players, I don't want to know when it's cold and wet and frosty and all that. They really don't. You can tell that.
1: Well, you, We've could had... say, you could say, Dave, that when the going gets tough.
3: The tough get going. You're <laughs> <Exactly>. right.
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. Um, but do you think, Dave, that I'll stick with you for this one. For Thank Jamie you. Vardy, we have to... You know, we, we, it's, it's a different Jamie Vardy this season. It's not going to be yeah. the 20-goal-a-season striker. You know, he might not get that many for us. But is he offering us more off the ball now under Enzo than he did at the end under under Brendan Rodgers?
3: No, I think he offered us stuff off the ball then. He just didn't get a game. You know, he'd come on with five minutes, ten minutes, whatever. He It, it was never, I don't know. He wasn't supported either. I don't know what it was like Saturday, but you certainly know, notice now, instead of him shutting the keeper down like he did last year and nobody else was there, so he's kind of, what's the point? Now, the, the midfielder coming up with him and closing down there. So it makes it more effective. And, you know, he had no support at all. I mean, he never got much ball anyway from people last year. Uh, he was always making, trying to make things happen on his own. You know, part of last year, he was playing a lot of good stuff when he got on, but not necessarily where he should have been in the box. So, no, I, I don't think he's changed that much. Certainly, probably mentally he has, because now he's enjoying it as well. Yeah. You know, you yeah. can see that. And it makes a big... He was just pretending to enjoy it last year out of respect. and okay.
1: We're listening to the commentary at the weekend and I think after about twenty five, thirty minutes, the commentator said that Vardy had probably only touched the ball twice, maybe maybe three times. And last season, that I think would have worried me more than it does this season. Because like Dave said before, there was only him up there. So if he is you know, if he's not getting the ball, then who's gonna bloody hell gonna score the goal for goals for us? Where now You know there are other players going forward. So the fact that he's not getting a touch on the ball doesn't mean that he's not doing anything. Because yes, he you know he could be running, but then at least there's other players coming through.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The first half was was really poor from an attacking perspective. Anyway, I think we were saying at the game that he hadn't really touched the ball at all much in the first half. But not many. We hadn't really had that many sort of big attacks at all in that first half. It was it was too cagey. It was lacking intensity and it was it was a bit dry at times whereas the second half we clearly changed gear um utilized him a lot more we're doing lots more passes around the fringe area of the penalty box one twos etc Mabadidi and um, KDH were linking up quite nicely a lot and then when Nacho came on they had that 10 minute period where they came on and they were together which was really good to see Vardy just kept taking three defenders with him, leaving Nacho wide open. It was so good to see that because most people would hedge your bets on I'd rather mark Vardy than than stay with Nacho because you just know that Vardy's got that quality in him, which is why he's still our number one striker and why no one surpassed him in in being first choice. He still took those players with him and Nacho was able to, you know, offload to the wing or run through the middle. Um, He's just, Vardy is such an underrated, intelligent footballer. Um and yeah. I think because of his attitude sometimes and he's a bit rough around the edges, people would never give him credit for that. Um, um he's football stuff's awesome, he's got a football brain and he's, he's world class. I don't, you know, even Harlan was was talking about him a few weeks ago, saying there's no one who does the runs better in the world than Jamie Vardy.
1: Yes. Yeah, I thought she was going to talk about us then, uh, Dave, When she said oh. underrated and intelligent. I thought, oh, <laughs> let's, let's get ready. Um, overrated. Yeah, and un, <laughs> an un, an
3: unintelligent. Unintelligent.
1: Yes, yeah. unintelligent. and overrated. Yeah. That's us,
3: Dave. That's what the wife yeah.
1: That's our stage name. You know, like Morecambe and Wise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's underrated. okay let's get back online let's get back on right okay so um i want to talk so what's paul just come in and said Leicester strength in depth has helped uh pick up massive points uh when uh yeah exactly it's being managed the right way and all i'm going to say is i would have dread to have thought of brendan rogers trying to manage us this season I really, really would. Right. um, Sheffield United got promoted last season. Uh, I think they were second, weren't they? And uh, they're now bottom of the Premier League. Um, Not doing very well. Uh, Let's be honest. Lost 5-0 to Arsenal at the weekend. Um, And in their defence was one Mr. Luke Thomas on loan from Leicester. Now... I guess, you know, we, we weren't to know how badly um, Sheffield United were going to do. But, Dave, is there some argument for saying, like, recalling him? I mean, is that not just going to destroy his confidence? And, all right, we, you know, he, he may not come back because we may not play, play to his strengths, a bit like Christensen. But, you know, it lost nine of their 10 games. They've conceded 29 goals in That's That's nearly three goals a game that they are conceding. If you're a defender in that game, I mean, this is the guy that's played in Europe. This is the guy who shouted, told Vardy to get out of the way so he could score against Man United. This is we what we're going to get back.
3: Damaged goods, as I say there, aren't we? Well, he's used to it. Put it that way. Um, he had it last season. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you can be detached when it's not your club and you can see things differently. Um, I mean, they're conceding all those goals. He's still getting picked, isn't he? Which says something. Mm-hmm. He's playing Premier League football, um, which is quite surprising really, because he couldn't get in Leicester's team very often anyway last year. Um he was the
1: season before, though. Was, yeah, it... he was.
3: Yeah. And, yeah. and then suddenly he was out of favour. Um, I think the crowd got on him a little bit as well last year, which didn't help. Mm. Um, seems to be full backs, doesn't it? We, we don't like too much. I don't know, if Chris, yes. is the answer. I don't think it's going to do him any good. Certainly, it's confidence. But I think the fact that, you know, he's still playing Premier League football will be a benefit. If we want a, another full back,
1: well, oh, this is the question. Like I say, I don't know whether he fits into uh, Enzo's plans, but
3: he's he can't be doing he's left sided, isn't he? I don't know
1: if
3: he's left footed mm. so much, but he's you know, he's, I think side. he's left footed.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. That, that's an advantage.
3: Yeah. Um, England youth player though, uh,
1: Kate. I mean this, you know, minus twenty-two goal difference, one point. I mean, he, he's not going to be coming back thinking, well, let's say we get promoted. He, he, he I I I just think I just wonder what state he's going to be coming back in. And I yeah. think he's being picked because that they, they haven't got a, exactly a lot of choice to be honest with you.
2: Say again sorry.
1: Oh. I think he's being picked because they haven't got a lot of choice because of injuries and what have you.
2: Yeah and they were obviously they couldn't go out into the market at the time and spend absolutely loads of money. So mm. They've gone for an option that's the cheaper option. That's an, you know, on paper an experienced Premier League player. And I thought for us, when he had to come in during our injury time, mm-hmm. where we were just struggling to put a back four together, really, he did. He really held his own and yeah. he was fairly consistent and steady. A steady Eddie, you would probably say he didn't set the world alight. Then right. over time, as, and I feel like Brendan didn't probably manage him enough. And he's probably a player that needs an arm around his shoulder. His lack of physicality wasn't made up for in other areas to me last year in the end. like He, he just got overwhelmed a bit. And and they often put two men on that side to you know overpower him because it was a fairly straightforward thing to do. So you don't want to beat the guy down at all. But it might be that it's the making of him and it's time for his... You know, career to end at Leicester and go elsewhere eventually where he, he will play regularly and will, because he's an asset he's he, obviously a really good trainer, he's got a good attitude, he's thought of in the England setup, up um, yeah. but I just can't see him featuring for us if things go to plan. But Enzo yeah. is really keen to get another left-footed player if we don't keep hold of Doyle
1: And you don't think he would be the, the answer for us?
2: I don't think so I don't think so
1: I don't no. think it's physical enough. No, um, Dave. Um, moving on. Um, who's in control of clubs these days? Um, managers, players, um, as in, you know, you know, de- deciding who, who's at clubs. Do players have too much power? Uh, should we be feeling sorry for them? Are we going to say, you know, sympathy for Danny? Drink water, as I as I think. <laughs> Fuck off, mate! You got what you deserve. If you burst into a into a meeting and demand, you know, cause a scene and demand that you want to leave, um, get what you know. You get what you you, you know what. you sow what you reap is it uh, the saying?
3: I even reap what you sow.
1: That one as well. Both of them, in fact. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's that about? Intelligent. Be intelligent. <laughs>
3: go for go for it, Kate. You own one. <laughs> Right. Can, can I do it in the order of your questions, please? Yes, yeah, um, certainly. First one, <laughs> yes. Second one, no. And the third one, possibly. What were the questions? <laughs> <I have no laughs> what, what order did I put
1: the questions?
3: No, players are players are in control. They have been ever since those salaries became stupid. Mm. Um, and um they unfortunately managers are not managers anymore they're head coaches uh, so they have no power there's too many once you split up a job i oh, director of football head coach second in command coach or something else and don't have a manager then the players take over and that's what's happened uh, and danny drinkwater no i, I didn't i I, f- I felt he was a bit of an ass when he moved to Chelsea, was it 35 million? Yeah.
1: Um,
3: And I think the fact that it happened last minute, so it didn't let us get anybody in, made it even worse for me. Um, And I feel sorry for him if he's got personal problems. Um, I heard one stupid thing. His dog died or something. Fuck's that, you know. But, um, you know, I, I... you can't have any sympathy with the guy. The money he's earned, the chance he had to play a sport that he loves, and he went and blew it. And unfortunately, I am one of those people who say they should be grateful to be able to play football for money, whether it lasts five out, five years or ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, no sympathy at all.
1: I mean, Kate, um, feel sorry for him. I, I d- absolutely don't feel any uh, sympathy or, or feel sorry for him in any way at all. In fact, I, I find it quite funny as to where he, he's ended up, um, because I, don't, I, I didn't be honest with you. I don't even think he was that good. Um, you know, he was actually. I, I thought uh, Matty James was the better of the two when they were together in the first in the in the first, in the championship. Uh, I thought. It was Canty that made him look good, uh, and as soon as Canty left, I uh, don't as I say that that was the end of him. Maybe he realised that, and that's why he was um, begging for a move. But you know, I find it quite funny that you know the that you know you think the grass is greener. You'd go in and demand your move. Okay, well you got your move. We got thirty five million. We made a profit on you. Who was the one that was begging to come back? You know, to the club. He was.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I don't have any sympathy for him in the sense that you've you've you paid your money, you take your choice. That's what you did, and that's what I I personally don't think I can blame any player for wanting to leave a club for a better offer, which no. was Chelsea at the time. I can never get, I can never slag him off for that. What I think clubs need to learn is when you've got a player that wants to leave, and this is where I get frustrated with clubs as a whole, if you want to leave your job, it doesn't matter whether you're a multimillionaire footballer or a bin man, if you want to leave your job, you should be able to leave it and say, here's my notice and I can leave. And that's a different argument about how the transfer window works. But if Danny Drinkwater's coming to you at the start of the window saying, look, I want to leave, and Leicester have held firm like we notoriously do, then you kind of screw yourselves over if you've not if you've left it till then, the last day. And then I think there's fifty fifty to blame there for that. Um, for that. See, I
1: don't, I don't, because he was the one that signed signed the contract. If he wants to leave, or he does, yes. If I want to leave, I will give a notice and I will walk out. Uh, I'll give four weeks' notice. Well, let's have it so that players have to give two months' notice uh, if they want to leave a club.
2: They sign the contract. They're
1: happy. They're happy to sign a five year yeah. contract because it gives them yeah. security. Hang on, on when they can't walk out after three because no, no, no,
3: clubs come in. Hang on, mate, you're arguing against yourself on that one because you're the biggest argue. Argument was that Telemans didn't sign a contract and then went off and left us without any yeah. transfer money. So, in your and Harry Maguire did sign a contract, behave professionally, and left. With us uh, having a lot of money for him. So you, you can't have it both ways, really.
1: Well, I can because Yuri Tielemans didn't sign the contract.
3: No.
1: What I was saying was I wanted him to, I didn't, whether he left or not was a different matter because, like Aaron Maguire, he could have signed the contract and said, if a team offers X amount of money, I'm allowed to talk to them. And sign for them, but at least it would mean we, we would get some money. I think with with Telemans was the fact that he ran it down so that we didn't get any money. Well, my argument with drink water is that he was happy to sign a five year contract, but then after three years, let's say I don't know, I don't know the inside of, of his personal contract, but players in general are happy to sign five year contracts to give them security, but then all right, let, let's look at Fafana. F- injured yes i'll sign a new contract thank you very much because i'm injured and i'm not playing and that gives me security oh but Mm. as soon as chelsea come in for me i'm going to go on strike i'm going to sit in 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 the in the home end watching the mobile phone rather than the game and not even applaud when james madison scores a screamer
2: i think it's just typical of football as it's becoming that the system on and off the field is broken and I think transfer markets should be treated really differently from, say, the one end of the league spectrum to the other end of the league spectrum. Because guys in League 2 are perhaps earning 50 grand a year. It's a different kettle of fish about why they need to earn money and sign contracts to protect their income. You don't, really, shouldn't really be in a position where you need to protect your income if you earn 200 grand a week. It's ridiculous. Um, so that there needs to be a change in rules and alignment with the wealth, that's how the wealth dynamics spread throughout the leagues, really. Mm. But Drinky, you've, you've made your choice, you've made your bed and you have to live with it. What annoys me more about Drinkwater is that he's retired and he said that a championship, championship clubs came in for him this year and he didn't feel that burn. And that just sums him up as a player. Like I think a lot of players out there know how short their careers are and a championship team is still a bloody good level yes. of football. Yeah. And you've got 18 months to two years left, probably, of your career. Just flip and take If you love football that much, mm. take it. But the upshot was he was a bit fancy pants. He always has been. He's it's always been one of those, how, how does it look to people? How do I look to people? How much, do I look cool or fashionable? He's always been that type of player. And I bet unfashionable clubs were coming in, but... If it was Jamie Vardy or whoever, and they still wanted to have their careers, they'd sign for that club. It's a championship club. Um, so he's clearly got some demons, and he's got some big regrets, and you can—he won't be able to do anything about that now. And it's sad. I, I, I lived happiness. in
1: Burnley for many years, and I saw um, uh, Paul Gascoigne play at Burnley. I saw Ian Wright play at Burnley. Neither of them were—it didn't work out because their brains were just too good for that. And no disrespect to Burnley players, but you can see Paul Gascoigne trying to do things and the players are going like, We've no, we, can't, we can't do that sort of thing. But Dave, you know, if Danny Drinkwater goes in and knocks on the manager's door, says, excuse me, uh, I'd like to ask for a transfer, please. Um, and the club say no, then surely he, he should accept that. Because he signed that contract for however many, let's say, oh well, no, there's another two years to run. I don't well, know. And says, can I have a transfer please and they say no and it says okay well I'll run the mm-hmm. contract down then it's fine but if you said no forcing and causing a scene to force a move is yeah
3: wrong. I think it's, it's a completely different employment issue to normal jobs you know it can't yeah. possibly be treated the same because if we sign a contract for a company we work for as Kate said we give them notice and we Clear mm-hmm. off, go to a better job. Footballers yeah, can't do that. Um, now, whether you agree with the Mares um, strike or anybody else, um, I think it depends I on, yeah, what they've done for you. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, just think football is is a one-off, and mm-hmm. players think, yeah, think they're better than they are. They think they should be performing at a higher level when they're probably not going to be able to sustain it.
1: I mean, can- Canty, for example, all right, you know, at the time I'm thinking like, well, you wrapped, you know, sort of thing. But when he signed, he said, yes, I will sign for you, but I want yeah. in a contract that if somebody yeah. pays this amount of money, yeah. I, I can leave. Now, we
3: wanted him enough to say we
1: will agree to that.
3: Yeah, yeah. And he, there was no fuss there, was there? No. I mean, it almost went under the radar, you know, mm. if it possibly could. But then yeah. I think the problem is a lot of these players um, look at other sports and think, oh, you know, I mean, was it? Some guy to this week, Magic Johnson, is it a basketball yeah, player?
2: Yeah, billionaire. With a
3: billion, I mean, how the hell does that work, for God's sake? I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? He's a sportsman, happens to be seven foot tall.
1: Mm. You know,
3: I mean, it's... it's <laughs> Uh, Michael Jordan, you know, he sold trainers and became a billionaire or a millionaire. I mean, mm. it's nonsense. So drink water and players like that want to do the same. Also, yeah. Why would they go off to Saudi, to be fair? Yeah. I mean, you know, nobody would, would they play football if it wasn't for the fact the wallets were bulging? And oh, they no, know well, that well, I is. mean, excuse um, me,
1: Jordan Henderson's gone over there to help improve football, and those 69... 69- 690 people that watch him every week i'm sure are doing that yeah. <laughs> but I've got to and, say, uh, Kate, sixty thousand
3: at wembley knew that didn't they <laughs> yes exactly
1: but kate you know you you do we then have to say well all right we've put a maximum length on a contract or do we put you know start putting um transfer caps in place
2: I hate the transfer windows and everything they're about. All it does, especially the January one, is just make silly money go around and it's lining the wrong pockets. But I do think year yearly rolling contracts would be the way to go. Like NFL, yeah. whilst they have longer-term contracts, you don't get paid part of it until you conclude the season before. Like Patrick Mahomes has just got paid for the 25-26 season, I think, is how he's working it for the Kansas City Chiefs. So... Mm-hmm. They they don't get paid until they complete thirteen years and they and they tick it off if you like, um, but I'd like to see yearly rolling contracts and the same for managers. Yes, people like, people like Alan Pardew getting sacked with six years to go on his contract at Newcastle is an absolute joke. It's absolute nonsense and it's just financial suicide for the wrong club.
1: I I, I think you've also got to say it was stupid who ever gave him that deal, but for the likes of clubs like. Watford, uh, I mean, rolling contracts is so sensible, I agree I thought I'd say this, but I agree 100% with Kate Rolling contracts is a damn good idea, yes for managers I hadn't thought about it for players, but yes for players as well, it saves a lot of a lot of money because, you know, if you're having a bad season you're not having any sacking manager uh, or if you're Bristol City you just sack them anyway or um, the best Nigel uh, you don't You know, you'd have to pay out ridiculous amounts of um, compensation, which you shouldn't do to somebody who's absolutely rubbish at the job. Otherwise, they wouldn't be being sacked.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, I think the problem is that you've got owners now who don't know what they're doing. Um, And I think the problem is managers are are more insecure now than they've ever been. I mean, Nigel Pearson is a classic example. Um, He's, you know, five points or six points or something outside the playoffs. Mm. Um, he, he's, doing, he's better than Norwich, who are tipped for promotion, better than Millwall, Coventry, who are my favourites, better than Watford.
1: Who are losing um, one
3: nil, according to John. Are they? Are yeah. they? Excellent. Um, you know, two points or three points, not many points behind Borough, mm. who have been on a fantastic run, yeah. um, ahead of another favourite to go up, Blackburn and uh, <laughs> your favorite uh, not favorites you just say your favorite and, and you and you think of their results they've lost to us 1-0 mm. and i think they lost to leeds and ipswich by the odd goal i mean they weren't hammered by them so no. and they've sacked him an experienced manager who's used to getting teams promoted and they've sacked him because they were looking to be at the top half top end of the table there. Not I mean, having given him
1: no people. money to spend, we, we yeah, uh, we so who's
3: favorite to take the job? Yes. That dickhead who went from Luton to Southampton, yes. eh? Yes. I mean, yes. come who on, is that? um, that oh. the Welshman, Nathan yeah. uh, Jones, Nathan Jones. Yeah. He's been gone too long, hasn't he? Really, mm. oh, I like that one, um, yeah. I never, um. <laughs>
1: I've always read about uh, about Nathan Jones, you know, since Aqua stopped singing about him. He's been gone uh, too
3: long. Very, very. Before we come
1: on to uh, before we come on to uh, questions from the chat, um, we did Did answer your question. Sorry,
3: did I answer your question? You did. You did. Um,
1: So just very quickly, moving on reading this out because I just thought this was extremely funny. Uh, On the um, the Rest is Football podcast, Mika Richards. Talking to Alan Shearer and uh, Gary Lineker. and uh, have you seen the Colleen Rooney documentary? Asked Mika Richards on the Rest is Football podcast. So obviously Wayne Rooney is the Birmingham City manager, and Jamie Vardy at Leicester. So I'm looking forward to the clash. I know Rooney's not started very well. To which, and I've got to say, fair play to you, Alan Shearer. He responded, "When do they play? When is that match?" It better be soon, or Rooney might be sacked if he doesn't win a game soon. He's had three out of three defeats, hasn't he? I mean, Kate, that is, I mean, not always Scherer's biggest fan, but, I mean, whoa, he hit the nail on the head, didn't
2: he? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm relishing this game, I have to say, and part of me really hopes that Rooney is still there. But, yeah, given Birmingham's history, I mean, they gave their previous manager what? 10 games this season that mm. Rooney's a third of the way through that tenure and he's not got a point yet um, and he got booed I think after the second game he got quite a lot of stick from the home fans after the second game so
1: mm.
2: yeah he doesn't yeah he's not doing good things at the minute but I'm relishing that game and I think it'd be fireworks in some capacity.
3: And he's whinging already at the referees. Yeah, Rooney
2: was the king
1: of it, wasn't he? (laughs) Do you not think, Dave? Do you not think Rooney's put a bit of weight on? (laughs) choking monkey, isn't he? Sure, I saw him smoking drugs, allegedly, the other day. But now in his three games in charge, he lost to Southampton 3-1, he lost to Hull 2-0, and he lost to Middlesbrough 1-0. Well done, Birmingham City. He was obviously the man for the job.
3: I I think, to be fair... Prox one or two results went against him against Saints. Um, but let's not be too fair. This is Wayne Rooney, no. it, and, and it's gonna happen because he's such a twat. That,
1: uh, <laughs> oh, you refere- have been
3: rather nice then. Referees will target,
2: yeah, get off that fence,
3: Dave. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: One minute 21 I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you think, Dave. Not say what you see. This isn't, um, what's no, it? you know... Catchphrase. phrase? yeah. <laughs> what's Mr. Chips doing now? It's <laughs> it's he's eating the chips. That's what he's
2: doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, good.
1: God, I, good. It's I can't right. clip this. My lawyers aren't got big enough pockets.
3: No. Dave, Anyway, the point was originally with Pearson is that there's probably about... 10 15 managers doing worse than he is, yes, and he got sacked. Yeah. And was it is that the sixth manager gone this year? Well, Um, we've obviously I think had a championship. Didn't they? yeah, night. Uh, I mean, that um, I can kind of understand because that goes back to last season for 20 yeah. 15 20 games, doesn't it? The only
1: thing with, with Nigel that I, I, I must admit, I do wonder you just don't know with Nigel what's gone on behind the
3: scenes. Well, do you? I can imagine from what he said, he's fed up with him pissing about with his new contract. So yeah, yeah I sure. reckon that's more about it. Yeah. Yes.
1: yeah. I'm sure he must have told probably the director about uh, where he could put his ostrich head, but let's uh, not think about that. You just um, know where you are
2: with Nigel though, don't you? That's what I like about that kind of person. You know exactly yeah. where you are with him. Yes. Yep. So exactly. and, not with, like with Brendan. Brendan will be stabbing you in the back behind closed doors somewhere yeah. and feather in mm-hmm. his own nest. But Nigel just says it how it is. Mm-hmm. And you take it or
3: you leave it. And I know the, the, guy, that, the guy that runs it, is not is it British, is he, or something? But the trouble is with these foreign owners, they ain't going to like it. They don't like to be told. And, and they're very successful businessmen. And they don't like to be told that they don't know what they're talking about in football. And Nigel's one of those classic managers. And who would tell them that? You know, let, let me run the team
1: do you know what dave united oh. nations don't know what they're with you do they <laughs> um, <laughs> you know ukraine israel is calling out for your they the language. Language.
3: well they don't like it up them do they
1: let's quickly get on to uh of viewers' questions for the panel, um, non food ones. Uh, John, to go to you for this one first, Kate. How far in the process does the panel think we are? What percentage? Oh, I
2: think 20 to 30, I would say. There Given what Enzo said about his intentions, um, the fact that a lot of the players that we've got are on loan, remember, so there's, there's lots of hard work to be done again in the summer. Mm. Um, hey, we're only a third what? of the way through the season.
3: Are you so, banging yeah, I, your hand, Kate? Sorry, Are you banging your hand on the desk or something?
2: No, was I? Oh, I was. Oh, wow, I was mucking about with something. Sorry. Uh,
3: uh, oh, really? Yeah. So
1: yeah,
2: 2020... I'll get
1: away with anything in this show. Can you? <laughs> 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 oh, oh oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Daddy Dave's there he's, hes watching. He's <laughs> not watching <like>
2: children. <laughs> anyway, twenty to thirty percent is my answer, basically. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, After I that. think you're right. I think you're right on that because uh, you know we've got so far to go still. But I think the fact that we've we've done so well, we've had a lot of luck as well. Let's not get it wrong. You know, we we've had moments where it's all. Um, come out, come our way, which is unusual mm. for Leicester, but we could say, well, yeah, we've had a, some good uh, lucky moments, but yeah, 25%. Dad, um, d- Daddy agrees
1: with you, Kate. Daddy's proud. <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> just stop banging. <laughs> Daddy
2: doesn't
1: like
2: banging.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Move on. Move on. <laughs> you first with this one, Dave. Very quickly, moving on. Is this Vardy's farewell uh, bow, uh, or farewell tour, he says bowing to the crowd in every game? What do you think?
3: I think it shows how confident he is. Um, and I think he, he's going back to how he was, um, you know, with the famous eagle at Palace and that sort of stuff. Um, I think he's just having a great time. And, yeah, I think it is his farewell tour as well. I'd be surprised. Although I think Kate said last week was it week four? He probably sign a new contract in the Premier League. Do you reckon? Just to give it another go. But I'm not. I'm not so sure. I think maybe. Just maybe he'll he'll say right. I've got you back, or oh. help get you back. You know.
1: So basically, Dave, you've gone for yes, no, maybe there.
3: I think. Yeah. so. Yeah. Well, gotta. You know, you gotta edge your bets a little bit. I mean, in this world. <laughs>
1: Kate, I mean, if we go up. Um, I mean Ketty obviously his, his contract does finish at the end of the season, but if we go up, do we give him an extra, you know, an extra year and let him bow out in the Premier League or do you think if he'd he want wants, to go out? Help- if he
2: wants to, I think we'll we'll offer it him. If he wants to still have another go. Yes. Um, because as long as he's fit, he feels capable. Um, he'll know better than most, he's had a decade in the Premier League so he'll know how grueling it is but as long as he can come away relatively unscathed I can't see why he wouldn't and say I'm happy to be a bit part because he was so late coming into this level of football you're a long time retired and I just think he loves it like Dave said, he absolutely loves it so why kill the dream if you're not ready to Why, why end it you're a long time retired and if you feel, I think Jamie's such an honest does um, an honest assessment of his own capabilities. Hmm. I think if he feels like he can offer something, he absolutely will do.
1: Oh, I'm guessing, you know, if we can't guarantee him regular football, of course, he could always sign for Man United. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm
3: so yeah, sorry. our two central defenders did well yesterday, didn't they? Yes.
1: <laughs>
3: that is. That
2: is pretty insinuated oh god it was a bit frustrating yesterday with johnny like i think one saw one of the lads tweet about i think it was ant that was on the show the other week tweeted saying like we couldn't get him to put four games together for the past two years and now all of a sudden he's this plant arthritis has cured itself and he's not oh. got a anymore and i can't imagine their facilities are any better than ours and probably the opposite in terms of training so yeah frustrating isn't it frustrating, frustrating
1: and i think a lot of things probably went on behind the scenes with a certain person that we don't uh we don't know about like dave said earlier you know you, you've got to want to do your job whatever job you're doing uh and if if that disappears then yeah well i've just twinged this or i've just pulled that you know you know what that's mm-hmm. that, like, dave don't you um yeah. but uh no thank you all very much and thank you both very very much indeed uh, i'm going to be back on I'm on a Leeds channel on Wednesday and then we're back here on Thursday for um, the, the preview show at seven and then the prediction show at nine. And then the watch along will be back uh, on Friday this week, and which is why the prediction show is back on, uh, moved back to the Thursday at nine. Uh, will you be going to the match, Kate?
2: Yeah, I'll be there. With your hood? With my
1: hood, With in the hood. hood. Good <laughs> good. Uh brilliant. Dave, thank you so very much. Uh Kate, let's You're on. welcome. first of all, Kate, tell people where they can follow you. Uh
2: you can follow me on at Kate Blakey40 on Twitter. So
1: hopefully catch you on there. Okay, and um Mr. Pussy, where can people follow you? Well, I'm unfollowable. Unfollowable. <laughs> 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 He, he does. He does have stalkers, but thankfully, we've never been able to see them on the show because the camera doesn't go too. Long. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> this is what the crowd want. This is what they get up and. This is why they get up early in the mornings and let in you know. <laughs> So <laughs> Both of you, look. Thank you so very much, as always. I love this program. Thanks nice you. Much for coming on. Oh, as yeah. John says here. Uh no Boris. No, I, he's banned. He's absolutely I have banned Boris, as they say. Um I don't know if either of you were ever in when Boris was coming in, but um, no shame could have could have done that. He that. he basically everything that he was he ever posted was Vardy this, Vardy that uh, you know we'll go one nil down, right? Vardy will get two and we'll win, or Vardy will be brought on, he'll score the winner. Um he took it to sort of another level. Uh, and everything was boring that we were doing, and so I told him that you know next time he posted that that um, he uh, uh, he would get timed timed out. So he then decided to post it in Thai, thinking he was being very very clever. And of course you can Google Translate, and it was saying exactly the same thing, but in Thai. So I timed him out. He came back in, said, "Oh, I'm going to unlike your uh, unlike the, the thread." Then I went, "Oh, okay, unlike it." i banned you, so I don't think we're necessarily going to miss him, so well, normality, you. well no, I say normality, what is normality? But ladies and gentlemen, thank you both very, very much. Have a good week, yeah. uh, bring on thank Leeds you. and hopefully three more points. Yeah,
2: tough game.
1: See you next week. So, yeah.
2: yeah, See you on
1: it's Friday. Tight. Yeah, uh, See you later, bye. Dave went before I was expecting oh, him to go then. Sorry. Good day, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> take care buddy <laughs> oh dear oh god knows what's going on here you see you talk about boris and it all goes out the window uh thanks to both uh dave and to kate really do appreciate it. i love doing this show it's always a laugh always go off topic and that's what i love if i'm honest with you i love But don't tell them don't tell them they don't know they don't know i love it that much so don't tell oh hello dave still in the green room Hello. He's found, he's, he's found a bottle. He's still there. But, uh, yeah, uh, so I will see you on Wednesday on uh, – well, see you. I think it's the podcast on a Leeds LS11 podcast. and uh, We'll be back Thursday, Thursday for the preview show. When we'll have a Leeds fan on with myself and Craig. Uh, 7 o'clock, that is, on Thursday. And then on Friday oh, – sorry, Thursday night at 9 o'clock, I should say, the prediction show. And Friday – quarter past seven ish for um the match day live thank you to everybody that's joined in the chat really 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 do appreciate it thank you to everybody that's been watching uh, if you like what you see uh, and what you hear then please do subscribe smash the likes button and we'll basically do everything that it says there follow and click the notify bell as well and you'll never miss the show and if you've been listening on your favourite podcast platforms and we're all, all over the top podcast platforms with the Talk Sport um as well. Then please uh thank you very much for listening. Um really dearly do appreciate it. We've been LTID TV. This uh my I've been Chris, I'll get it right in a minute. And this is Arnie. Good night.
0: Thanks for watching. These videos are
2: tremendous. You've better like them too, or I'll be back.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.
1: That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Uh, Participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport
1: Fan Network. Talk sport powered by fans.